Sometimes I feel like the luckiest woman in the world. Through the weekly episodes here at Peabody's, I have the privilege of connecting with the most fabulous creatives. Many are friends I know in real life, but many more are folks, artists, creatives I have met through Instagram and blogging. It is my joy and pleasure to meet people here to discuss their art, their creative projects, their faith, and how they go about the art of noticing the beauty of their everyday lives. Today, it is an honor to have Gina Sadie, also known as the Slow Artisan, here as my guest for episode 11 of Peabody's. Gina's book, The Artisan Pace, releases today on Amazon. I'm your host, Elizabeth W. Marshall, and you're listening to episode 11. I am so delighted I had a chance to chat yesterday with the slow artisan as she is known on Instagram. We spoke yesterday, December 4th, the release day of her new book, both a coloring book for grown-ups and a 14-day devotional. This unique interactive book offers the work and art of a woman and her gifts. Gina Sadie describes herself in this way. She is a slow-paced gal who is always late for coffee dates. For fun, she paints, writes, and makes artisan bread. She grew up in Southern California and now lives in Louisville, Kentucky with her wonderful husband, childhood sweetheart, Nooch. Gina writes these lovely words on her blog, theslowartisan.com. The artisan pace protects the small and simple things in life. I can't think of a better time than these early days of Advent to connect with Gina and hear her important and life-giving message. December and Advent are seasons of both fullness and of longing of longing for balance in every area of life, of waiting, counting, hoping, and expecting the Holy to meet us in our waiting. It is a time of not rushing into the days ahead, but rather savoring the days and moments right here in all their fullness. And admittedly for me, it is often a personal challenge to find and maintain a pitch-perfect pace in this season of tension between doing all the things and resting. Slowing is often both counterintuitive and countercultural, but as Gina so eloquently proclaims in her sourdough bread metaphor, we are changed in the waiting, in the slowing. Listen in now as Gina and I discuss the art of slowing. We might laugh a little too. Be warned, if you love fresh baked bread, you may be inspired to begin baking again because it smells divine and you may want to experience what the sourdough bread metaphor teaches us about waiting. So Gina, welcome to Peabody's podcast. I'm so glad to have you um, as a guest today on episode 11. Um, such a pleasure to have you here. Um, can you share a bit about how you arrived at this beautiful place of slow living, of intentionally creating a slower, more thoughtful pace in your own life and art? You're really speaking my favorite language here. Um, I can recall feeling a kindredness when we first connected on Instagram. Your name, The Slow Artisan, really stopped me in my tracks, and your storytelling and images are so lovely and refreshing in this fast-paced world. They really speak peace and quiet, slow and savor, some of my favorite things. Can you share a little of your story with us? Yes, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on, Elizabeth. Um, 
Yes, I, my story's kind of funny because um, I was never really looking to slow down my life. Most of my life I felt like I was falling behind because my natural pace is slow. I grew up the middle of seven siblings and I was always the last one to everything, <laughs> running, running late for everything and it was always very frustrating. Uh, to the people around me and so I just always thought okay well I just if I can just go a little bit faster if I could work a little harder then um, then maybe I could be better or I'll get more done or I won't be so burdensome to myself and others and then yeah and then the Lord just took me on a journey of of I just had this season of rest where I felt like maybe I, I just wasn't supposed to do anything for a little while and uh, my husband and I had just moved to a new city. We didn't know anyone. Um, at that time, I, before we had moved up here, I was doing a lot of painting and freelance writing, and it just sort of stopped, like it needed to stop. And mm. I learned what happens when you, when, um, when you stop producing or when you stop striving or when you stop being in a rush and it was kind of scary because the whole world's in a rush and um and I wasn't even looking for a part-time job I just that was the first time in my life I wasn't working and I just remember asking the Lord like why I know I need to do this but why and why is this so frustrating what's this feeling I can't shake like that I you know I should be doing more I should, I'm not enough and um and the funny thing and I don't really talk about it a lot on my blog. Sometimes I do on my Instagram. Um, but I started to bake sourdough bread, and mm. the Lord actually used that to show me, you know, when you let flour and water sit and ferment, something happens, and it's just sitting there. It's not doing anything. Um, but whenever we wait, the Lord comes in and He changes our hearts. Like it's not in our own effort that we are changed. It's in the waiting that the Holy Spirit comes and produces something new. And that's what happened when I made my own sourdough starter. I saw that you could just take flour and water and then the yeast is already there. It just needed to be awakened. And then you can make homemade bread, doubles in size. It's such a beautiful metaphor. It just, it's so lovely. Um, and I, one of my favorite images, I believe on your Instagram um, feed is are, are the ones of you baking. I love, um, I just, there's something so restful about the process. It's been a long time since I've actually baked, but um, you inspire me to dig back in and to experience that. I have another friend that I spoke with recently who bakes, and I think it's a really important intentional, um, uh, well, it's a, it's a nice form, a gear shift for creatives, isn't it? To go from painting and writing to baking. It, it allows us to shift gears, but also to experience something slow and intentional. Mm -hmm. um, and plus the house smells wonderful when the sourdough bread is baking. It does. It's so wonderful. And, it, and it, it's an all-day process. I actually have a loaf sitting on my counter right now, and it's going to take a few hours to rise. But I do nothing. You know, you turn the flower a little bit and then you just sit and wait and it's this beautiful rhythm it taught me to find a rhythm oh I love that I love that story um yeah and we are so um we find ourselves in a world of instant gratification and I love that that forces waiting and in the waiting um 
we do. We, we change the rhythm of our life and the pace of our life with something as simple as that. But it's very profound. Um, I love the way you tell that story. It's beautiful. Um, yeah. So can you talk a little bit about your about your new book, The Artisan Pace? Um, I love I love that title. Um, and it releases today on Amazon. I'm so honored to, to have you here today. But can you tell us a little bit more about the inspiration for the project and a little bit about the process of writing and publishing your book and of course we want to know what your day is like on day on your launch day what your day has been like so i'll let you share all of that or any of that that you choose to with us sure yeah um so writing this book has been it's been a very long process of you know kind of the sitting and the waiting because whenever uh, my husband and i when we had that big change in our lives, kind of that slow shift, I thought that I would be writing a book that during that season, I'd produce something. And, uh, but then I really felt like the Lord said, you know, to be still and to, I to do private writing. And uh, I started making bread. And that's kind of where the word artisan came from, that that was just a word that continually came up was something that is artisan, pursuing a life that is artisan. And, you know, Things that are artisan can't be mass produced. Um, they're made slower, they're made with intention. And so that was just something over the past couple of years, that word has been coming up slow and artisan. And that's the name of, of my blog and my Instagram now. And so this book, I um, just sort of waited, was waiting for, I didn't really know what it was going to look like. I, I write about slow living. So I thought, okay, I'll probably write about slow living. I, I thought I was going to write about bread, honestly, just, <laughs> and, um, but then I uh, got in touch with a writing coach who, through Hope Writers, I don't know if you're part of Hope Writers, um, but that community is really great. Um, yeah, I, I love, um, I follow them um, so much of what they do, and I'm actually have my name on the list, so maybe when it opens up, I'll find my spot, but um, yeah, I love what they're doing, it's a great project. Yes, yes, so I, uh, I, I connected with someone through Hope Writers, which was awesome, and it's Renee Fisher, she helps people self-publish books, and she had a deal on the coaching session, and I felt, I was starting to feel like, okay, it's, I think it's time to start thinking about this book. And this was back in January of this year. And so we chatted and I said, I, I want to write something. I don't know what. And um, we had a really good talk and she asked me some questions. And um, we, for some reason, we started talking about flowers. I don't know why. And at that time, I had not painted in a really long time. Um, it had been about a year and a half since I'd even touched you know, my paintbrushes or my pencils. And oh, wow. Yeah, because I it was resting. And I, I was at a point where I thought, you know, if I don't ever paint again, it's not a big deal. Uh, mm. Because the art world can be really stressful when you are, it's, it's, that's a whole other story <laughs> of <laughs> trying to market and sell your art. And uh, I was pretty burnt out from it before that. So, but we were talking about that and I said, I've been thinking about painting flowers again. And she said, you should do that. And I really think this could be part of your book. And so I thought, okay. And I started painting again, um, started drawing again. And just over time, it turned into this, the book turned into these short um, devotionals 
instead of having long chapters, they just they became really short, and it, each one had a picture, and it just turned into a coloring book devotional, which. I don't actually even like coloring. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like painting. <laughs> um, I never did as a kid. I thought, oh, I'd rather draw. And so, you know, but I did draw and it was fun. And I've gone through this coloring book with others now. And it's actually been really fun to color. Um, so now I have a coloring book devotional that's 14 days um, long. And so, the, yeah, there's 14 floral drawings that I drew. And each one is paired with. Uh, devotion for that day about slowing down. Well, I'm thrilled because my copy arrives today, so I will be sitting on the front porch. It's very sunny here today, and I'll be sitting on the front porch um, uh, waiting for the UPS man to arrive because I'm so eager to have my copy. Um, yeah, okay, so would you um, do us, um, give us the gift of maybe reading what one of your devotionals or a piece or a part of the book to share an excerpt so we can hear it in your voice and hear your passion behind the writing and we yeah. just would love to hear yes absolutely i uh, thank you actually have it in front of me right now and there was a i mean i love each devotional i mean each one has a special place in my heart because because it's just a little bit of the journey that the Lord has taken me on with learning to live a little bit slower. Uh, but I'll go ahead and read a little bit of the devotion from day 10. And it, it tells Thank a little you. bit of the story. Yeah. Um, so here it says, it's easy to fall into a rushed pace when we're so concerned with people pleasing, getting the final product or simply frustrated with the process altogether. But Jesus honors the creative process. He is not willing to rush the work it takes to create a fine dish, nor the time it takes to make a heart of stone into a heart of flesh. But slowing down has a way of softening something in us. It releases the pressure to perform and to grasp after more. And it births contentment in our lives because it gives us time to savor the good things and to pay attention to the beauty of slow growth. Jesus is never rushing us because like a true artist, he knows that the end product is wholly worth it. Oh, Gina, that's beautiful. That's so lovely. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And what image is paired with that particular day? Uh, that one's actually with, uh, it's a heart drawing and a bouquet of flowers that's kind of growing out of it. So it's actually an anatomical heart. Um, and yeah, and so there's all these, there's several different flowers growing out of it. I actually didn't draw this for the coloring book. I did this as a sketch and um, received a lot of really good feedback. And I thought, man, I really, I should include this in there. So. Well, I can't wait to, to um, sit, sit with my colored pencils and just take my time and, um, and work through it slowly and it's perfect for advent i think it's perfect i i love to add different devotionals and 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 new things and old familiar things to um my walk through advent so this will be part of that for me and i thank you for for this gift it's um i, I i'm ex excited for listeners to get a copy too so um yeah let me ask you one final question well well let me back up for a minute because i'm so intrigued by the process of writing and publishing your book and uh, today's your launch day so is there any little insight you want to give us about what it, what your day's been like so far or has it been what you expected or mm -hmm. how, how does one living at a slower pace to have this 
great great event of their first book coming into the world <laughs> sure well i'll just start by saying that um everything has felt so last minute uh launch i mean i thought i think i'll release this in october and then <laughs> here we are in december <laughs> um because i you know like i said i'm a slow paced lady um i event planning scares me so much because there's just the processes <laughs> oh my gosh and so launching this book at first it was so stressful um not actually doing it but thinking about it was very stressful <laughs> because it, this is a self-published book and yes. i thought man i actually don't know where to start and so renee was really helpful with that we had a few sessions where i just said hi i need to pick your brain tell me what to do <laughs> Um, so that was really helpful, but um, as we've gotten closer to the launch date, I've gotten more relaxed, which is weird, but I think that has come with a lot of prayer and surrender and realizing that, you know, there's only so much I can do, and I do want this to be a gift to others, and so I'm going to do my best to get it out there in the world and just sort of let the Lord take care of the rest. Um, and I think this morning sort of reflected that <laughs> they had a, a funny, a funny morning. There were several things I was planning on doing last night and then my laptop was being weird. And so I thought, well, I'll just do it tomorrow on launch day. It'll be fine. <laughs> and, um, so Tuesdays, cause it's a Tuesday was launch day and Tuesdays are usually pretty slow. Um, I get up before my husband does, he'll sleep in and um, he doesn't have work until the afternoon. And so we'll uh, wake up slow, I'll get up early and then we'll have, I'll have my quiet time and then he will get up and we'll make brunch and it'll be like 10 o'clock and just hanging out and that's kind of our time together. But this morning, got up early and then my husband also got up and, and <laughs> it was kind of stressful because it's finals week for him and he's a student. Um, teacher at a university here and he was like okay well we got to eat now we got to rush out the door and I'm running late and I forgot to do grading last night and I was like oh my gosh okay and I was gonna make a quiche and then it, that took way longer I don't know why I thought that was a good idea <laughs> oh gosh yeah I love it the best laid plans right the slow artisan like it, it just well that's part of what I think the challenge is is to taking all of all of that and um stride right and Doing yeah. the best that we can do with that but yeah that's funny um, but you're what a gift that you're here today I feel so honored I'm really grateful for that um, and um, I'm gonna let you go in just a minute but I have one more question and then um, I'm gonna let you go do what you're going to do on your slow Tuesday <laughs> sure. but I love that concept I want to have a slow uh, an intentionally slow day too I think that's a beautiful uh, just a beautiful picture of intentionality um, but you know here at this podcast um, that's sort of what we're about is encouraging other people um, and inspiring other people in their pursuit of noticing the ordinary in the everyday which requires one to slow down <laughs> sort mm -hmm. of um, a thing here as well and so I guess could you leave us with maybe one or two things that some of the ways that you um, make being a noticer of beauty and awe and wonder a hallmark of your own life and um, it takes some intentionality obviously and I think you do it so beautifully so is there some maybe one thing you can leave us with about how you make that happen in your day sure yeah and as I mentioned you know baking is 
changed the way um, I set my pace every day, even when I'm not baking sourdough bread. Um, and waking up early, of course, has helped. Uh, because when I get up in the morning and it's super early, usually my sweet spot is like 4.45 a.m. Um, before the world needs anything from me, um, I can get up <laughs> and just be myself. I can go my own oh, pace. that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. And That's wonderful. And I don't feel slow even. It's, it's just that it's sort of like zero gravity time in a way. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that so much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um, that's the thing about that dark, that dark, quiet time. It just, um, I found myself wanting to freeze it. It's so lovely. And yes. it is a sweet spot time. When we find that time, I just think, oh, time slow, please slow. This is just, but it doesn't. And so, um, but we get to meet it. Every, you get to meet it every day at 445 or 5 and your sweet spot mm -hmm. there for you. And that's so important at finding those rhythms. I love that. Yeah. Oh. yeah. It's, it's been well, so helpful. <laughs> thank you for being here with me and for sharing so much of your story and sharing the book and um will you do one last thing for us and tell um our listeners how to order the book and how to follow you and your art on social media and elsewhere yeah, of course uh thanks so much it's uh so yeah the book is called the artisan pace and i am selling it on amazon it's 11.99 you can look it up there or you can find a link to it on my Instagram at the slow artisan or my blog theslowartisan.com thank you thank mm -hmm. you so much and thank you for being here and as soon as my copy arrives I will snap um, a picture of it in my hands and I will share it so you can see me holding my own copy so awesome. I'm thrilled Yes, that's so exciting. Thank you so much for having me. It was so lovely. Oh, it's been a pleasure. It's been such a pleasure. Um, thank you again for taking time on your launch day and um, sharing so many beautiful um, snippets of your journey with us. And I hope to see you soon and talk to you soon, probably on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> probably so. Thanks so much, Elizabeth. All the best. Thanks, Thanks so much, Gina. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining me for episode 11. I'm your host, Elizabeth. Wait, I have a little story to share with you before I say goodbye. You never know who is listening into your podcast. You trust and hope and pray that what you have curated and created is a gift to others. That is my hope. Well, last week I received a phone call which went to voicemail. And so thankfully it is saved. My 81-year-old father had listened in to episode 10 he heard me using my name, Elizabeth W. Marshall. That is my name after all. Well, when your 81-year-old daddy asks you to use your full name, Elizabeth Wynn Marshall, you do because you love your daddy and you love the fact that he wants you to use your maiden name. I'm your host, Elizabeth Wynn Marshall. If you have any feedback or comments, feel free to forward them to Peabody's podcast at gmail.com. And please consider leaving a short review for us on iTunes. It helps others find us, and we would like that. Consider it an early Christmas gift to us. 
Until the next episode, we are cheering you in, cheering you on in your noticing and your pursuit of everyday beauty in the ordinary days of this one extraordinary life. Thank you for listening in. Thank you for giving us the gift of your time and presence here. I had to come in and leave a little postscript, and so I hope you've stayed with me until the very, very end. It may seem like a small thing, but um, I needed to correct one piece of my guest's bio. I believe that when I read her bio, I may have said that she grew up in Southern California, when in fact she grew up in Colorado. So I like to make things as exact as I can and when I can. And so there's that. Thank you again for joining me today. Until next week, I'm your host, Elizabeth Wynn Marshall.